Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Stone Table. Today is the fourth day of Holy Week, and together we're reflecting on Judas's betrayal of Jesus. This is a part of a series of devotionals that include prayer, scripture readings, and a brief commentary to help you reflect on the final week of Jesus' life. This is meant to accompany the devotional booklet titled Eight Days, which you can find at baylife.org Easter. Before we get started, let's take a moment to be still before the Lord. Father, we approach the story of Judas with fear and trembling, knowing that we are every bit as guilty as he is. We confess that our hearts have often strayed far from you. Lord, have mercy on us. Jesus, we acknowledge that we have followed in the footsteps of your betrayer and turned our back on you in pursuit of fleeting passions, wealth, and material comfort. Christ, have mercy upon us. Holy Spirit, break our grip on the idols that have turned our hearts away. Sanctify us, wash us, and make us whole once more. Lead us back to the feet of Jesus, Spirit of Truth. Amen. And now a reading from Luke chapter 22, verses 1 through 6. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put him to death, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Judas, called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he consented and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of a crowd. Father, we often read the story of Judas with disdain, failing to realize that we are every bit as guilty as he. Forgive us for turning our back on Christ and settling for sins that cannot satisfy. Thank you, Lord, that in your mercy you take what is evil and you use it for good. Holy Spirit, where we are ashamed, remind us that Christ is faithful, even when we are faithless. Amen. So today's reading comes from Luke's Gospel, and it recounts the story of Judas's betrayal of Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And if you haven't been following closely the, the story of all four Gospels, it may feel like this comes out of nowhere, but John sort of leaves some clues in his retelling of the final days of Jesus's life. In chapter 12 of John's Gospel, he talks about an event that took place in Bethany when Jesus was at the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And Mary, out of devotion to the Lord, takes an expensive jar of perfume and breaks it over Jesus to anoint him as sort of this lavish demonstration of her love and care for her Lord. And Judas gets upset about it and tells the disciples he's upset because the money could have been used to help the poor. But then in parentheses in your English Bible, John says that Judas mentioned that not because he cared about the poor, but because he was greedy and he loved money. And, and it kind of comes full circle when you come to Wednesday of Holy Week and see Judas betraying Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. 
Yes. And it's interesting because when we take a look at the amount of money that 30 pieces of silver were worth, I mean, even back in ancient days, that was not a whole lot of money. Not at all. I think in modern times, it might be the equivalent of $200. Right. It's the latest thing that we've read. And that may have changed with inflation, but that's not a big price to pay. And and it's just interesting because Judas accepts a very low price, and that was the price of a slave in mm-hmm. ancient times. And it's just interesting to look at that information and to realize that Judas really loved money so much so that he was willing to do this right. for 30 pieces of silver. And this is not the very first time in the Bible that we see someone betrayed for pieces of silver. I mean, when we look at the story of Joseph in Genesis, his brother sold him for maybe less than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and Joseph's story is a great parallel to Jesus's story. It's it's almost a shadow cast by yeah. the story of Jesus right. um, because Joseph is sold into slavery by his brothers. He's betrayed for silver. And then Joseph, in God's providence, becomes the source of redemption for God's people. It's Just like th- Jesus. Exactly. It's, it's through Joseph being betrayed that God's people are saved. Just like it's through Judas betraying Jesus mm. that God accomplishes salvation. I love the parallels between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I feel like so much of what we've tried to do here is compare and and sort of put together and weave together the the story of Jesus and and Holy Week, but not just as a standalone thing, but how Jesus really fulfilled all the prophecies, all the foreshadowings, all the things that we see in the Old Testament that point to Jesus. Mm -hmm. He just fulfills all of it. So that's, for me, that's just been a really interesting thing to to be able to uh, study and, and, and walk through. I, I think the, the best way to put it is that the Old Testament is almost a shadow cast by mm-hmm. the person of Jesus. And you can look at the shadow and get an idea of it. But once you've seen the form casting the shadow, mm-hmm. you see everything differently. And right. so even the story of Joseph, when it's seen in light of Jesus, it becomes a, a type of Christ that through betrayal, God saves his people. Just like through Judas's betrayal of Christ, God brings about redemption. So there's a Roman Catholic theologian and philosopher named Peter Kreeft who calls the cross cosmic judo. Are you familiar Mm. with judo at all? It's like a martial arts Right, yeah. And the the basic premise of judo is that you use your opponent's momentum and body weight against them. Mm. And this is essentially what happens on the cross. I, I think you notice this in Luke that Judas is not acting alone when he betrays Jesus. Satan enters him. Right. Satan enters into Judas. In some way, the betrayal of Jesus is Satan's attempt at crushing the Messiah. And yet it's exactly through Satan's momentum and Satan's right. efforts that God turns the power of darkness in mm. on itself and and destroys death. And so the, the so cross is, is this incredible act of God in which he uses the enemy's power against, against him. him. Yeah. Uh, so the betrayal of Judas is exactly like the betrayal of Joseph. Um, Joseph, at the end of his story, tells his brothers, who have come to be convicted of everything they've done, mm-hmm. what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And then you come to the story of Jesus, and what Judas and what Satan meant for evil, God uses and purposes and ordains for salvation. So in light of all that we've heard, may God the Father bless you and keep you. May the Holy Spirit renew your love and affection for your King, 
and may he turn your eyes toward the Lord Jesus, who remains faithful even when we are faithless. Amen.